Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. And we're back, ready for Broncos Blast with Ian St. Clair. We're going to look at the win totals that are being posted for all the teams in the uh, Broncos division of the NFL uh, and some other news coming out of Bronco camp today. And it's all brought to you by Framed Art. Framed Art is open. Keep calm and frame on with Brian Hart at Framed Art. Hey, Shaq Barrett in again this week at Framed Art. Another dozen jerseys he's collected from players around the NFL. Game-worn jerseys he's having framed uh, to add to his collection from personal and sports memorabilia to museum fine art, uh, museum quality fine art. Go to the award-winning framer for all Metro Denver. Framed Art 3065 South Broadway and they need service on your tankless water heater. Five-star plumbing can provide that. Looking for your first tankless water heater. Five-star plumbing can supply that. Call for an appointment or book online. That's what I do at fivestardenverplumber.com. Make your home happy. $50 off. First service, fivestardenverplumber.com. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, guys. Hey, hey. everybody. You can follow uh, Ian St. Clair at Ian St. Clair and uh, uh, at Mile High Report. And, uh, Ian, the win totals are out for 2020. The Kansas City Chiefs way ahead of the pack. The only team projected to have a winning record on on uh, over-under anyway with 11.5 wins. The Broncos, the Clippers at 7.5. The Las Vegas Raiders, we have to practice saying that, uh, at 6.5. 
Actually, at seven. Uh, actually, you know, I, I've updated totals because I used FanDuel and uh, and DraftKings. Seven or seven and a half. Go ahead, Ian. Correct. I, I think, obviously, the Chiefs being where they are isn't a surprise. They're, they're also the the league favorite to not only win the AFC, but repeat as Super Bowl champions, which as a Broncos fan still does not sit well in my stomach. But nevertheless, that's where we are. I, I think the Chargers and the Broncos are interesting. I I want to. Th- I, I think for the Broncos, I think that the the over is where people should go. But that's just my opinion. I, I think the, the Chargers and the Raiders are about where they should be, where the the over um, I think is a little too high for the the Chargers, especially on DraftKings. I I just I don't see how they're going to get over seven and a half wins. But stranger things have happened. I, I think it's about right with where the division is going to go. I do think that the Broncos are going to end up with more than seven and a half wins, though. Hey, hey, Ian, um, making these prognostications this at this point with so many unknowns going into the season, whether it even be a season, I mean, we don't even know because a lot of things, especially in places like Arizona and California, Florida, are, are going so haywire right now with the virus. Does I mean, Preparation matters, obviously. They can't do the same kind of off-season stuff they've been doing. Um, yeah, plus, you've got two of the teams in the division, the Raiders and the Chargers, moving into new playing venues. They're, I mean, they're moving to brand-new situations. So there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of twists and turns into this season, does that make it, to me, that would make it less likely to be able to guesstimate how many team, games a team is going to win. There's just so many unknowns, so many more variables than in most years. And especially with the Chargers, because they're going to have a new quarterback, because Phillip Rivers yeah. moved over to yeah, the Indianapolis know. Colts. So yeah. you're going to have a guy now on Tyrod Taylor who hasn't played in a couple of years. So I think when I look at the Broncos, I look at where they were a season ago, and they were on the cusp of making the playoffs a year ago, and that's with quarterback upheaval with Joe Flacco and then Brandon Allen and then Drew Locke. And they had the injury to Bradley Chubb. They didn't have an interior pass rusher, an interior recaver like they do now in Jarrell Casey. And I you add when and then you add the weapons that they added in the draft with uh, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Now Noah Fant is gonna have his second season. So when I look at the Broncos, it's do I think they're better than they were a year ago? And they were on the cusp of making the playoffs a year ago. And I say yes, because of the additions that John Elway made. Now, you throw into the equation the COVID-19 stuff, the shutdowns, that the fact that the Broncos really haven't been able to get on the field. They still have been able to do the Zoom team meetings to at least get into the playbook and, and converse with their coaches and get to know each other that way. So that's where it's going to be a little bit interesting. But when I look at the so Broncos I, compared to a season ago, I do think that they are going to have more than seven and a half wins. Well, and that, that seems like uh, people are trying to – it looks like, uh, from, from looking at stuff, people think that the Chiefs will will actually be under the 11 and a half, <laughs> but, uh, but they're shading – you know, some of the other teams are shading over uh, in terms of where, where the smart money, I suppose, wants to go. Um, 
looking at looking at the Chargers, they seem to me on paper to be the team that gives Colin Kaepernick a chance. Their coach Anthony Lynn says he's a must work out for teams. Uh, Lynn is obviously saying he's he's a fit for a system that's going to have Tyrod Taylor as the favorite to win the job. That makes total sense to me. Other people are saying no, the Chargers are a bad schematic fit for bringing back Colin Kaepernick. How do you see this? I, I, when you look at the career stats between Tyrod Taylor and Colin Kaepernick, they're pretty much identical. The yardage, the completion percentage, the touch, the touchdowns to interceptions. So it's really, it's very similar. And I think they're very similar players. So I think if you go with, in terms of the Chargers, I think you have to pick one or the other. You don't want to have both of them because they're pretty much the same player. I guess if one of them gets hurt, then you can just step one in and be like, well, we have a guy to step right in. So in that sense, it makes sense. But I, I think it, it's just a matter of if Anthony Lynn and the Chargers want to have the distraction. And I don't want to label Colin Kaepernick as a distraction, but that's what it's going to be because people are going to continually talk about him in that sense. And it's going to have the the, the, the national attention, the, the, the media attention is going to be on the Chargers. So does Anthony Lynn and the Chargers want to deal with that? And if I think... But if you're the Chargers, you, Ian, and you're playing second fiddle to the Rams in your own stadium, you want some attention like that. They have had such miserable attendance over the last couple of years when they're playing in the soccer stadium. I think they, I think as an organization, you take a chance on that. And you say, listen, somebody's got to pay attention to us for some reason. Maybe it's because of our backup quarterback. Because let's be honest, Kaepernick hasn't played in three years. He's not going to come in and be anybody's starter. But if they want to give us, you know, it's just like when the when the Tebow went to the Jets. If you don't give us attention about for a backup quarterback, so be it. Just as long as someone's paying attention. Exactly, and I, I I think the Chargers are desperate for attention since they moved from San Diego, and I think yep. if they really wanted to get back to being the Chargers, they would move back to San Diego. I think I it was agree with that. Desperate decision to leave yep. San Diego. I will never I, I will never understand why they did that in the first place. So I, I I think the Chargers are one of those organizations that is in denial, where they think it's this is the year that they're finally going to do it. I think they do have a better defense. But they they are – talk about a team that's snake bit by injuries. It's only a matter of time before we hear about the latest season-ending injury to a member of the Chargers. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't had it yet. So, yeah. I, that's, I, so I think defense, I think, is going to be what carries the day for the Chargers. Hey, guys, uh, we want to get to this. Uh, the Broncos surprised the NFL, surprised local people, I think, too, announcing two sports betting corporate partners. They're the first team in the NFL to both add a sports betting corporate sponsor and to uh, explain how they're going to do on-site gambling at their NFL home games, adding FanDuel and, from the U.K., Bet Fred. I, we talked about this, Adam Alnati and I did on our podcast, and the thing that's just, it, it's still mind-boggling to me, is that it was Joe Ellis and the Broncos who were this progressive to be the first in the National Football League to have an official sports betting partner with FanDuel, and then to be the first to have uh, a first-ever on-site betting lounge that fans can 
can access prior to the game to get help with odds and 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 betting and all that and and, and all that stuff. So it's just I, I still can't wrap my head around that it's Joe Ellis and the Broncos who are the first to do this. But I, I think it's I think it's an, an exciting time. I, I think with sports betting now being legal in Colorado, it's it's going to open up a, a lot of different. Uh, avenues for fans and for people who have never done it before to to get an experience that uh, I think a lot of people will will enjoy if they they get that experience. It, it doesn't surprise but, me one bit, honestly. And if, if there's money to be made, Joe Ellis is going to go after that. He's going to go after the dogs <laughs> wherever they come from. Period. That's why he's in the business. Exactly. Indeed, and that, I heard an incredible stat as we finish up here. The casinos are closed, they're struggling, and yet the first month of legal gambling in sports, I haven't had a chance to confirm this, but I heard this on an, another show, only four sports books were open the entire month, six altogether, $25 million handle in sports betting since the law, uh, since it became legal in Colorado. Ian, we will read you and your coming coverage as we get closer and closer to training camp in Mile High Report and listen to the Mile High uh, Report radio podcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, stay tuned. Coming up next, past Dodger GM Dan Evans returns to the show. We'll go in-depth critiquing the player development uh, department over at the uh, Rockies and what's going on now in what looks like the final weekend of negotiations from Major League Baseball.